challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. Hey, thanks for joining me here on the Great Man Podcast. Love knowing that you're out there. Love the things that we talk about. And I love the feedback that you give me about the how the material we're talking about here is impacting your life. Let me dive into a very important topic today and a little bit of a different approach that I normally take. And that is I want to talk to you about brain science. I've been doing some reading in brain science of late. I've had some experts talking to me about some things. And I want to bring some of these insights to you. Uh, and help you apply these insights as a man. There's been a dramatic shift in the understanding of the brain in recent years, and that's because we now have the digital technology to scan the brain and to track it as it undergoes certain experiences. So we can actually scan and track the brain as an argument takes place. We can scan what happens when somebody's hugged. We can scan what happens when um, somebody is told good news, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And there are some radically different understandings of the brain now from what we used to believe. We used to believe the brain was basically a closed system. In other words, uh, you were born, you had a certain brain, um, the brain was fixed, And it maybe was only impacted by internal things like exercise or diet. But the fact is we've learned that the brain is actually very malleable and it's being formed all through your life. That's good news because it means that we can heal from things. We can repair, we can restore, we can grow. What's interesting, though, is that the brain is very relational. This is important for us to know that the brain that we're made in essence, of course, you know that I come from this perspective in terms of God having made us, but we are made for relationships and that relationships, our interactions with other people from the very earliest days of our lives are in a sense, wiring our brain, creating the synapses and the directions of the synapses and the flow of information that shapes our brain. In essence, we're being shaped all our lives. Now, this is amazingly good news for us because it means, for example, that you're not just dealt a certain brain at birth and it's fixed at that point and it never grows and never changes. And it also means uh, that not only can we heal and repair, but we grow all through our lives and we grow, our brains grow largely through relationships. Doesn't mean that reading is not important or study or lectures or the other sources of information, but that our brains are essentially wired by our relationships and our interactions with other people. Now, here's the really good news. Then I'll apply it to, to us as men. The really good news is that a positive relationship A positive interaction with another human being, a positive relationship, does good to the brain and the body, almost like a medicine. It actually can have the biochemical response in the body like a positive, a healthy medicine. And by corollary, by the same same token, that a negative relationship can almost douse the brain and the body with chemicals uh, as though it was given a negative drug, as though it was given a destructive drug. So let's stay on the positive. A positive relationship, a relationship that's loving and warm and accepting and challenging and encouraging and, and all of those things actually do 
have an effect on the brain and thus the body like a positive medicine. We are made and wired for relationships, and relationships shape us. It's stunning. And I could give you lots of science, lots of studies that have been done, studies that have been done with preemie babies, studies that have been done in tracking the brains, studies have been done, that have been done with stroke victims, all kinds of things about what was restorative and what was healing. But the main thing is we are made for relationships. The brain stays supple and changes throughout our lives. It's malleable. And that positive relationships grow the brain and do good like a positive, like a healthy medicine, which is amazing. Now, what does this mean for men? First of all, it means that if we're going to be fully alive, if we're going to be fully men, we have to be relational. (laughs) Now, this sounds so simple. I'm sure some of you are just shaking your head like, well, that's not news. But let me tell you what I'm talking about. Uh, The average man has not been taught or had modeled for him positive relationships. In fact, the average man is taught tactics and traits and behavior that's sort of the opposite of relationships, not to be emotional, not to, to, they're not taught how to relate to their wives, their friends. Um, They're not taught how to touch. They're not taught how to be encouraging. Uh, They're not taught how to be positive in a relationship and so on. And so the average man is a bit withdrawn. I'm just talking about the average now. This may not be you. The average man is a bit withdrawn. He's a bit unsure of himself in relationships. He's not quite sure what to do. He's afraid of being misunderstood or being labeled. And so he withdraws. And throughout his life, he can tend to withdraw into a kind of a little personal world that becomes kind of a, it has all the trademarks we've talked about in this podcast time and again, um, not very connected to other people, unsure in relationships, withdrawn into a, to a little secret world sexually. You know what I'm talking about, porn and masturbation and so on. Um, and he doesn't have the connectability that he would like to have perhaps, or at least that he should have with other people. But what we have to do is we have to realize that the essence of manhood, that the nature of manhood is relational, that we are meant to be connected to other men, that we are meant to be connected to our spouses, we are meant to be connected to our friends, we're meant to be connected to our children. And so as you strive to become the man you're made to be, You've got to think in relational terms. doesn't mean that, again, that values aren't important, that internal things aren't important, that knowledge and skills aren't important. Of course they are. And I I wanted to say quickly in my own defense, in case some of you are a little maybe thinking, well, Mansfield, you're pushing me here, that I've spent a lot of my life studying and learning and growing and acquiring skills. It's a major passion of mine, and, and I believe in it completely. So I admire the skills that you have, whether we're talking about music or running heavy equipment or flying a plane or serving in the whatever you do, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for developing skills. But the essence of being a human being not to mention the essence of being a man, not to neglect the essence of being a man, is to be relational. And here's the good news. The good news is that since the brain is malleable, since it can change, since it can grow, if you'll put yourself in positive relationships, like I've been urging you to do, getting a band of brothers around you, your brain can literally be rewired by these relationships, by these positive, encouraging, challenging, loving Um, fun relationships, your brain is being wired. Again, you didn't just get a brain at birth and since then you've been, you know, wrestling with it ever since. That's not the way it works. 
it changes, it morphs, the synapses are realigned, um, new habits are developed, new pathways are laid in the brain, and they're laid largely by relationships. Yes, mom and dad, yes, brother and sister, yes, early friends, but it doesn't just stop there. It goes all throughout your life. So one of the most healthy things you can do is be committed to a band of brothers and to throw yourself into those relationships. True manhood is not unrelational, non-relational, anti-relational. True manhood is relational. And by the way, we're not just talking about your band of brothers here. We're also talking about your wife, your children, your friends. These relationships are important, and I want you to consider them in two ways. I want you to consider that the relationships you put yourself in are wiring your brain. They are shaping you. So if you're with guys who are always talking nasty and always passing porn around and always getting drunk and always talking crap and always putting you down and always creating negative emotional experiences and always talking out of their lesser drives and their lesser selves, well, then that's conditioning you negatively, almost as though you've taken a destructive pill, a destructive medicine. But the power of what men can mean in your life and what you can mean in theirs, um, in terms of positive relationships, in terms of encouragement and strength and honor and love and belief and, 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 and all of those kinds of courage and all of those kinds of great values and uh, those loving relationships, the interactions you have with guys who are positive and care about you and invested in you and you're invested in them and you have a free fire zone and you feel safe. You understand what I'm saying? Some of you guys choose friends who are like abusers. They just beat the hell out of you all the time, verbally and maybe even physically in some cases, put you down, treat you like crap, use your spirit, use your mind like a garbage pail with all their bilge and garbage, and you're putting yourself into a situation where you're being negatively programmed to use science language or perhaps robot language, science fiction language for a moment. Don't do that. Intentionally put yourself in a situation where you have men who are committed to you, believe in you, love you, respect you, are calling you to your better self, and you're doing the same with them. This is important. This is an important part of becoming a man. And by the way, it's really important that you look at your life and you ask what, how you've been conditioned. If you had a father who was you know, a bit shut down, a bit stoic, a bit harsh, a bit removed, maybe you learned those ways. Well, Bless him. He probably did the best he could do. I know my father, a you know, war war hero and uh, army officer. He was a was a good father in the sense that he provided for us and he was always there and he was generous. But he couldn't extend himself emotionally. And sure, it shaped me negatively. But ne- later on in life, I had good men around me, and so I think my brain. I'm not an expert in this, but my brain began to you know rewire and remold and rework, and and now. Um, you know, people have actually called me relational, which is a shock to me. It would certainly be a shock to anybody who knew me in my earlier years. But I think when you pur- purposely put yourself in those situations, uh, you start to change. Your brain starts to be rewired. And thus, your personality opens up. And it's powerful. It's powerful. And it's why I constantly am saying to men, you're made for relationships with other men. You're made to be connected to other men. You can't do noble, righteous, great manhood without other men in your life partnering with you. Well, at the same time that I want you to focus on what your the relationships you're putting yourself into and what you're allowing to impact you, I want you to think about your impact on others. 
I want you to picture your wife. You are shaping her brain. You are shaping her inner life, of course, by the way you relate to her. Think about your son, especially the younger people are, the more malleable they are. Even though you change all through life, you aren't as malleable, uh, you know, really late in life as you are earlier because the brain doesn't become fully fixed, but it does become uh, a bit less malleable in every way. So think about the children that you, uh, in your life, think about those you have impact on. You're shaping them. You're molding them. Uh, you are, you are literally programming their brains. You are literally, uh, determining how they will think and how they will live and how they relate, will relate to the world. And you can do that as a man, those positive words you say to your teenage son, uh, the touch, the loving relationships, the sense of safety. I mean, now that we know what we do about brain science, the idea that a girl would grow up in a house as a young adolescent, and fear that her father would come into that room, fear physical violence, fear molestation. I mean, this is just dousing her whole being with negative medicine, with poisons, really, toxins. And that's why we end up, I mean, people literally end up insane from that kind of treatment. It's because of the way the brain's been programmed. So I want you to think about the children in your life. I want you to think about your spouse or your wife. I want you to think about Uh, the men around you. I want you to think about the relationships you have. I want you to put yourself out there in relationships, become more relational. And if if you're just sitting there frustrated with what I'm saying because you're not very relational, listen, you got to push past it. I've said many times on this podcast, I'm an introvert. I, the way you know whether you're an introvert or an extrovert is how do you charge? How do you recharge? Do you recharge with people, groups, or do you recharge pretty much alone? I recharge pretty much alone, but I love people. I do pretty well in front of people. I enjoy people. And I'm pushing to that side of my personality because the introvert be alone side is so strong. And I, and, I, and I need the introvert side. You know, I've just come back from a big old trip uh, over into Eastern Europe. I'm, in about five days, I'm going to get on another plane to fly to Iraq. I spend lots and lots and lots of time alone preparing to speak, but writing books. These are not group activities. So it's good that I can be alone and not be damaged by it. But I've got to push against that side of me because I need the relationships to make me whole. I need the relationships to keep me safe. I need the relationships to live a fulfilling life. I need to invest and I need to allow others to invest in me. So you may be sitting there feeling frustrated that you're not as relational as you'd like to be, but it can change. Throw yourself in with some guys. Ask somebody to help you. Go find somebody who seems to be free and easy with men and able to relate to them well. And and take him out for a burger and say, look, I need some help, man. I wasn't raised this way, but I'm I'm beginning to understand that I need this. And can you help me a little bit? There are guys like this in your church. There are guys like this in your life. There are guys around you. Guys love helping guys, especially when when a guy in need shows some transparency and some openness. Listen relationships are the key to noble manhood. Yes, we believe in God's work and grace in our lives. Yes, we believe in the efforts that we put in. Yes, we believe in a vision for noble, great manhood. And obviously, I believe in the books and the videos and all the stuff that we talk about all the time in this podcast. But relationships, brain science is confirming that relationships are essential to us becoming who we're going to become. And you've got to give yourself to them. You've got to recognize your impact on others and how you're shaping their brains and molding them and having an impact on them. But you've also got to put yourself in relationships and allow that same activity in you. And here's the good news. I'll end on this. 
the good news is no matter what's happened to you, no matter what you've been through, no matter what a friend of yours has, has endured, the death of a father, perhaps being molested, whatever horrible things, we can heal. Our brains can be restored. We know our souls can, but our brains can too. It doesn't have to mean mental dysfunction our whole lives. It doesn't have to mean the haunting of memories. It doesn't have to mean all the negative things that you've either experienced or maybe you see in movies. We can be fixed, but we are primarily fixed by relationships. So go out there, go out in your life, be intentional about your relationships, understand the impact you're having on others, and allow good, noble, righteous men to have an impact in your life as well. Let's begin to be the change agents we're called to be. Let's be the great men we're called to be. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men and Building Your Band of Brothers as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production. 